You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks, plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander, he's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston, I'm Jack Dempsey, there's no one like me. I'm from their claw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious. I want your heart, I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawksbeat Podcast. I'm your host, Edub. We are back again on back to back nights, man. Um, another victory for the Atlanta Hawks, man. What is really going on? <laughs> Uh, this is five in a row for the Hawks, man. I forgot the stat, but long story short, they haven't won five games in a row in a very long time. <laughs> but we're going to talk about tonight's game against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, the Hawks get the victory and uh, a good victory, man. A good victory, a, a victory that um, after that game in Cleveland, uh, I, I'm sure a lot of guys rolled that plane back and had a sour taste in their mouth a bad taste in their belly but they finally get their get back 
and uh, taking care of the Cleveland Cavaliers by, I think, I think they won by like 18 or so. I got to go back and uh, 82 to 100. Yeah, so that's 18 if my math is correct. But um, we're going to take you through the game, man. If, if you're new to the show, thank you for, for checking us out. Thank you for stumbling on to us. We appreciate you. Welcome. Take off your shoes. Relax your feet. Uh, we're going to talk some Atlanta Hawks basketball. We're going to do a brief recap. Fab Five, good, bad, and ugly, and we're going to give away our player of the game like we normally do. But first and foremost, we are going to, first of all, talk about our keys to the game. That's how we kick off every show. Before each game, um, on our Twitter account, make sure you're following us on Twitter, at HawksBeat, we give out our keys to the game. You know, sometimes we hit on these and sometimes we don't. Just kind of some pregame thoughts and a, a way for me to hold myself accountable is I go over these after the game, you know? So if, <laughs> if I'm talking a whole bunch of mumble jumble before the game and um, afterwards it comes out that none of that stuff is true, then I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a man up and I say, Hey man, you know, I, I, I missed the mark on that one. So let's go into these three keys of the game. Um, Starting with number one, first key, I said eat inside. I didn't think Clint and JC were utilized enough in their last matchup in Cleveland with no drumming in the middle. Capella and JC should have the advantage inside. Now, when I tweeted this, I did not know that Capella and Big O were going to be out for the game. Um, Yeah, that changed a lot, you know, having... Um, having uh, Gallinari start at center for Capella, and just knowing that you're probably gonna have go, you're gonna have to go deeper into your bench, which means more minutes for Nathan Knight, more minutes for Bruno Fernando. Well, kinda. <laughs> I was like, you know, they should have the advantage inside. So even though Capella didn't play, John Collins had a really good game. We'll talk about that a little bit later in the recap and the breakdown. But I think John Collins really was the best player in the paint tonight. Really was the best player in the paint tonight, and uh, kudos to him. Perimeter defense. I said perimeter defense as far as our second key. Perimeter defense against this team is tough because their guards are so quick, and they can cause problems for the Hawks, especially with no Reddish or Hunter. Perimeter D must be a focus. To the Hawks' credit, I thought that they played good defense all 48 minutes, Uh, all all four quarters. I mean, of course, you had lapses because you're never going to play a perfect game. But I thought that the perimeter defense was just as good as the inside defense. You didn't let their guards go off on you tonight. You did a good job on their guards. Sexton was 5 of 17. He didn't have a good night shooting the ball. Garland was 4 of 9 shooting. He didn't have a good night shooting the ball. You didn't let anybody go off on you, man. Anybody, none of these guys that killed you on the bench uh, from last game, none of those guys got to go off tonight. They shot 8 of 30 from a, for, as a team, uh, the Cavaliers, which is 26%, which means you're playing some good perimeter defense. Uh, and it also helps that the Cavs suck <laughs> in, in, in shooting threes. I think they're last in the league. So, hey, you, you got to take it with a grain of salt, but it is what it is. Good perimeter defense tonight. And my third key is, I said last game the Cavs bench outscored the Hawks 40-25. to 
40 to 25. I said it's going to be tough for the Hawks to win if they let that happen again. And um, they didn't. <laughs> Bench played pretty well tonight for the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, led, of course, by Nathan Knight. And you know you were going to talk about him. The Cavs actually outscored the Hawks as far as the bench play was concerned. I think they outscored them 42 to 32, but uh, it was a tremendous different difference this game, this time around because you got a much better effort from your starters. But thought the bench play was good tonight. Thought the bench play was good tonight. Um, that second unit comes in second night in a row, man. Second night in a row, they come in and play some good basketball, especially to begin the fourth quarter, which is a very pivotal point and which was something that they couldn't do earlier on in the season. So I don't know if you want to credit the return of Bogey and just having those guys just, you know, uh, it's just a different unit when he's out there. So, um, look, man, they're playing well. They're playing well, and you can't take that away from them. I said the bonus key. I gave a bonus key tonight. And uh, where is it? I don't know. Did my bonus key not post? The bonus key didn't post. But uh, the bonus key it, it was simply this. You should have some fire in your belly after last after that last game. Period. Point blank. The way you guys lost that game, the way it choked down uh, in, in the final seconds, you can blame whoever you want. You can blame whoever you want. But the fact of the matter is y'all all got that L. <laughs> you got that L as a team. And you should have that get back and you should want that. that. Uh, and, and, and to his credit, Coach Nate said before the game, he was like, yeah, the guys, from, they, they remember what happened in Cleveland. They remember what happened in Cleveland. And tonight is the perfect outcome for um, that debacle <laughs> that happened in Cleveland. So Hawks get the dub 100 to 82. We're going to take a quick break, but on the other side of the break, we're going to go into the brief recap. And then later on, we're going to go into our fab five, our good, bad, and ugly, and our player of the game. You're listening to the Hawks beat podcast. This is season seven, episode 39. I'm your host, E-Dub. We'll be right back. Hey guys, it's your man E-Dub, and I want to speak to all the Atlanta Braves fans. Once you finish listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast, I want you to check out the 715 Braves cast. That's right, the 715 is a new podcast that will cover everything about the Atlanta Braves. So, if you're true to Atlanta, if you love your Braves as much as you love your Hawks, check out the 715 Braves cast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Hawksbeat Podcast, episode 39. Don't forget to check out the 715 Braves cast. It is coming soon. It hasn't dropped yet. It's coming soon. I'm working with those guys over at Game Time Podcast Network. Uh, they have a bevy of podcasts, and they're, they're still adding more podcasts to it. But the Braves podcast is the newest one that will be coming out Um when the season starts when the season starts so look for that around april so you'll hear more from that uh they're one of our partners so we 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 do our best to do some cross promotion all right um yeah hawks and calves hawks and calves let me get my right my mind back on to the nba uh hawks get the dub 100 to to 82 and uh I, i i gotta say man this is one of the better hawks defensive games that i've seen all season 
You know, I, I've written the Hawks about their, their lack of, of defense all season or, or when it has been appropriate. But tonight, they really got it done. I, I, I'll be the first to admit it. They got it done. And uh, so let's go back and kind of recap the game. So first quarter was a little bit of a back and forth. Uh, it, it, it wasn't, Neither team really shot the ball like on fire. It was really like a just a... A, a typical first quarter NBA game. You're feeling out each other. You're seeing what it's going to be. The Cavs started. Um, they started uh, Kevin Love, who hasn't played in a very long time. I think he he actually played in the game on Friday, but um, he got like his second second game uh, of the season. Came out there and looked like he tweaked a calf or something. But uh, and he was gone for he was gone for the rest of the game. Uh, he literally played like a minute and a half. Didn't feel something. Didn't feel right. So he immediately got subbed out. Nance came in, and uh, that was the last we saw of Mr. Love. Love is dealing with a a um, a calf and Achilles injury. So you have to be very careful with those injuries. Uh, if you know anything about the Kevin Durant, if you know anything about the Achilles thing, a lot of times that calf will lead to an Achilles. You know, and he he's at a stage in his career where. You don't want to mess around with that, man. So, thoughts and prayers to Kevin Love, man. Hopefully, he can get healthy and get back out there and uh, play some basketball. But the Hawks actually win the first quarter, 26-28. to 28. Um, Gallinari, <laughs> he, 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 taking a place of Clint Capella, comes out, uh, has an amazing first quarter. You know, he shoots three for three. Um, he, two of his threes fall down. Uh, he, he even, I think at one point he had an offensive board he put back. I'm like, okay, look at him. Look at him. <laughs> so Gallo with twin, 10 points was, was kind of the story of that first quarter. Um, uh, Trey and John and everyone else just kind of had a couple buckets here and there. But Gallinari was definitely the story in the first quarter. So Hawks uh, up by four after two. And then second quarter, you see the Cavs kind of, uh, you, you have much of the same kind of a little bit because both teams are just kind of just trading jabs, trading jabs. Um, Cleveland shot the ball a little bit better this second this second quarter. Shot the ball 10 to 19, 52%. Um, they actually win the quarter by like a point. But uh, in this quarter, I, I thought that the Hawks kind of settled for some of their shots. Uh, I think that they took a let. I think they kind of fell in love with some of the jumpers. Uh, I, I'm a player. I'm I'm a type of guy who likes to see. Hey man, let, let's see if we can get this thing on the inside and get a good high percentage shot. I thought uh, they fell in love a little bit with the uh, with just kind of the, the jumpers, and they were kind of out of sync a little bit. But you know, it wasn't anything to really write home about. Um, the Cavs didn't really take any advantage of any lapses that the Hawks had. And uh, for most part, they stuck with them. I mean, Hawks shot pretty decent from their threes in that quarter. Uh, they were 4 for 10, 40%. You can't really be mad at that. 4 of 10 from 3 from the second quarter. And uh, it was a very even half. I mean, so going into the halftime, uh, the Hawks uh, had a small lead, 3 points. But, um, again, just like in the game last night, uh, you had you, you hadn't seen much from Trey Young yet, and you're wondering if it's the third quarter or the fourth quarter, is that going to be the Trey Young quarter? <laughs> so you go into the half, and your leading guys are, are Collins and Gallinari. And like I said before the game, 
I, I really thought that they had the advantage. Uh, but I was thinking from a standpoint of Clint Capella. And I was so surprised of how well they played defensively without Capella. I was surprised how well they played defensively without Capella and without uh, Akongu, who who's starting to get his feet wet a little bit, starting to starting to uh, stand up a little bit on defense. What they drafted him for, but uh, they were very good defensively. I thought tonight. You got to tip your hats off to to all those guys. You know, next man up mentality, and they really got it done. So you go into the halftime uh, only leading by three, and you're thinking you don't want this team to stick around. You, you mean you you simply do not want a team like this to stick around, and that is what happened in Cleveland. To be honest with you, you're letting this team get confidence. You let this team get confidence. You're letting these scrubs coming off the bench and hit all these threes, and before you know it, you lose the game in uh, in terrible fashion. But uh, this isn't Cleveland. This is Atlanta. So. Third quarter, you, you, you see the emergence of Nathan Knight. Uh, Trey Young uh, played nine and a half minutes, only had two points in a quarter. Uh, Nathan Knight was the story here in, in the third quarter. Nathan Knight gave you good energy. Good energy, seven and a half minutes, nine points. Had a monster dunk on Jared Allen. Just a strong man, two-handed dunk. Um, Allen actually blocked a shot, but... Uh, it, it, it was just grown man basketball. I mean, if you haven't seen it, go to Twitter or go to, um, you know, I might even make ESPN, but it, it was definitely a grown man dunk. But Nathan Knight goes three for three in that quarter, knocks down a three pointer, hits two foul shots, grabs four rebounds, uh, just good energy. He was the high man in the quarter. He was the high man in the quarter, and it was good to see him. Uh, just flourish the way he did. Just flourish the way he did because minutes have been hard to come by. He got his opportunity and he took the most of it. From a team standpoint, it was kind of it was kind of a weird quarter because both teams only scored twenty points. Very low scoring, very slow pace. You know, um, Hawks shot decently. They shot forty three percent, but. Um, it was just a slow-paced third quarter, man. So, um, you go into the fourth quarter, down by, I mean, up by three. Well, the Hawks are up by three. And you're thinking, okay, is this the Trey Young quarter? <laughs> is this the Trey Young quarter? Cause the whole time, you're just waiting for Trey to bust out. But uh, necessarily, it wasn't. We go to the fourth quarter, and it was all Hawks. This was the quarter the Hawks really ran away with everything. And... I mean, it, you, looking back on it, it was just, it wasn't really just one guy, you know. Um, in that fourth quarter, Bogdanovich had, uh, he had seven points in the quarter. John Collins had seven points in the quarter. Uh, Nathan Knight chipped in, gave you, gave you four points off of uh, free throws. And it was just a total team effort. Nobody in the Hawks scored in double figures in the, t- in the fourth quarter. Nobody scored in double figures, but you win the quarter 31 to 16. And again, I thought that they just dominated defensively. I thought that they just dominated defensively. And I think that uh, you also got to take into consideration that the Cavaliers aren't really a good basketball team. Like, this is how it should have been in Cleveland for, for, for all, all, all uh, intents and purposes. This is how it should have gone in Cleveland. But, um, 
just a great job of closing out uh, a team that you're supposed to win, a team that you're supposed to beat. And uh, they outscored the the, um, the Cleveland Cavaliers in that second half, 51 to 36. Again, you're not blowing the doors off of anybody <laughs> offensively, but this was just a slow grind, a slow grind, a slow grind. And uh, they got things done defensively, man. So uh, Collins with a great night with 22 and 12. Gallinari and um, Trey Young goes for 14 and 6. But that's all you needed from him tonight, you know. And it, it's a good, it's a good sign that you didn't need 35 minutes from him tonight. You didn't need 32 minutes from him tonight. Second night on the back to back. It's good that he only had to play 27 minutes, and he probably could have got away with playing them less than that. But you know, anything you go into 25, and he's gonna, he gonna be chirping at you. <laughs> but um, obviously, the story of the night was Nathan Knight, 16 points off the bench, uh, grabbed nine rebounds, and at one point he was a high man for the Hawks. You know, he really had things going. Uh, and everyone was just singing his praises after the game. Um, we have a little sound from him. I want to see if I can play that for you guys in the next clip. Uh, we're going to take a quick uh, word. We're going to take a quick break here from one of our sponsors. On the other half, I'll see if I can find and dig up some of that sound that we had uh, from uh, Nathan Knight in the post game presser. You're listening to the Hawks Week Podcast, episode 39 of season seven. It's your man, E Dub. We'll be right back. This segment is brought to you by Tillman's Trinkets and Things. Custom jewelry ships straight to your doorstep. Every piece will be uniquely yours. So if you are looking for some custom bracelets or necklaces, go see our guy Jonathan at TillmansTrinketsandThings.com. Again, that's TillmansTrinketsandThings.com. Tell him the Hawksbeat sent you. You'll be happy you did. All right, folks, we are back. Final segment here on the podcast, breaking down a Hawks win over the Cleveland Cavaliers. And I said before the break, I wanted to give you some sound from Nathan Knight. Um, I asked him after the game how, well, I'll just play this. I'll just play the clip. <laughs> Y'all listen to the clip. I'll just play it. <laughs> Congrats on the dub, Nate. Um you had no training camp. I mean, you had no summer league. Um, you guys barely practice. How tough is that for a rookie to come in and, and make it all make sense? Uh, it's definitely tougher than, you know, a regular season goes. But, I mean, like I said earlier, you know, it's just a love for what you do. Um, you know, for me and, you know, for, you know, everyone in the NBA now, I feel like, you know, if you love what you're doing, you accept that challenge head on. You, you know, there's a a different level of, you know, excitement. There's a different level of emotion that come with that. Um, being able to, you know, take that challenge head on and, you know, um, win games and prepare to the best of your ability. So being able to do that is, you know, again, definitely difficult, but, you know, a great feeling for sure. So that was uh, good brother Nathan Knight, man. Had a career high tonight, man. Had a career game for him. It's always good to see the young guys flourish and, and have good nights especially on nights of back-to-back when guys are out. Seeing him step up was major for the Hawks, major for the Hawks. So um, let's go into the good, bad, and ugly. 
Fab Five and our player of the game, which we'll do last. So um, let's start with the good, the bad, and the ugly. So the good for me was, I know the obvious answer would be, you know, the night Nathan and I had or whatever, but um, try to dig a little deeper, right? Try to dig a little deeper. Tonight for me was just a total team effort. The next man up mentality, we hear about it ad nauseum. Uh, it gets kind of old, but it really was a next man up. Everybody picked up and pulled a little bit deeper. They pulled a little bit more. Um, John Collins got those rebounds into the double digits. Um, even Gala was on the boards. Everybody did what they had to do. Right? Everybody had to do. Everyone did what they had to do. Collins with 22. Gala with 20. Trey and Kevin were in double digits, 14 and 12. You had Nate and Bogey with double digits off the bench. And it was just a total effort. So to me, while the Nathanite story is good, the fact that you had six guys in double figures, the fact that you played just really good defense, especially in that fourth quarter. Now, albeit it was the Cleveland Cavaliers, but hey, you know, you know, <laughs> you know we're going to bust the balls over that. It is what it is. Uh, so to me, that was the good, the total team effort. Um, as far as the bad is concerned, and, and it's and it's you know just nitpicky. I ain't like the fact that Tony Snell ain't scoring. Like <laughs> you know, he only took three shots. He took three shots. He missed all three, but he did have four boards, three three assists. You know, I thought that his defense was good. And he was a factor, but I ain't like the fact that Tony Snell ain't score. And, then, and that's it's me splitting hairs on a win. But uh, I ain't like the fact that he didn't score, man. I think I, I got to get Tony up in there. You got to get Tony a bucket. But uh, shouts out to Tony Snell, man. He's having a really good season. The ugly for me was uh, I don't like the bigs going down. Uh, and, and I know that's nothing that anybody, like anything that the Hawks can do. You know, freak accidents happen. Accidents happen. Guys get sore. Guys are, you know, they miss games. But I don't like the fact when I don't like to see big men deal with injuries. I just simply don't. Because with big men, injuries have tendency to just, you know, show their ugly heads and come back at a time where it's just, it's not good. So... I didn't like the fact that the big men were out tonight, even though they got the they got the win, um, because traditionally, big men don't get healthier as their careers go on. They don't get healthier, so hopefully it was the guys were just sore, and uh, just hope being held that as a precaution, and just you know, hopefully it's not too bad. But I didn't like that tonight. As far as the Fab Five, so if you're new to the podcast, one thing that I do is uh, the Fab Five, and I was just I just give you the best five uh, Hawks on the night, um, the best five uh, f- players for the Hawks tonight were. Let's see, I can give you a drum. I'm gonna give you a drum roll for the player of the game, not for the, for the Fab Five. Um, First guy in the five five is Nathan Knight. Nathan Knight, sixteen points, nine rebounds in twenty two minutes. He was um, he was three or four from the field, um, and he just uh, you know he he had a good game. You know he he had pretty much the best game of his NBA career for a two way guy. That's big. 
that's big. So, Nathan Knight, welcome to the Fab Five. He was in the Fab Five that, that game he had against, uh, who was it they were playing? I don't know if it was Charlotte or uh, he had another uh, good game he had. I got to go back and check the podcast because I put his name in the title. So, uh, yeah, salute to Nathan making the Fab Five tonight. Uh, John Collins makes the Fab. Uh, 22 points, 12 rebounds. I thought he was just really good tonight. Uh, he was a plus 23 to lead all of the Hawks players, 8 of 17 shooting. He had, he did what he had to do. You know, his guy was out, and he did what he had to do. And uh, shouts out to John, 22 points, 12 rebounds. Makes the Fab Five. Third guy, the Fab Five. We're not going to any particular order. Um, I got to go uh, Gallinari. 20 points and uh, five boards, man. Shot the ball pretty decent, 5 of 12. Um, stepping up big in place of uh, Clint Capella. And obviously, he's not going to bring down the boards, but he, he did what he had to do, you know. Uh, he played in his own way. And I thought that he did a great job just stepping in for Clint. So, um, you got those three. Let's go uh, Trey Young, man. He didn't have a typical Trey Young night, but 14 points, 6 assists in 27 minutes. I thought that was fairly good, you know. Um, again, it was just nice to not have to have your superstar be um, Superman tonight. So, you know, second night of a back-to-back made it kind of an easy night for Trey. 14 points, 6 assists, and, uh, yeah. So, fifth guy, I'm going to go with Bogdanovich. I'm going to go with Bogdanovich. Even though him and Herder both had 12 points, um, Bogey's been struggling shooting the ball. He's been struggling with injuries. Uh, he came out tonight, shot 5 of 9, uh, 2 for 4 from 3s. Um, I even like the fact that Nate gave him some time toward the end of the game to let him kind of get in his rhythm a little bit. Finished the game with 12 points, man. So I'm going to go with Bogey as part of the Fab Five tonight. So tonight your Fab Five looks like this. Trey Young, Bogey, Nathan, John Collins, and Gallinari. That is the Fab Five for tonight as we see it. And our player of the game is, drum roll please. That was kind of a weak drum roll, but uh, drum roll it definitely is uh, going to be Nathan Knight. Nathan Knight, um, what can we say about the young fella? What can we say about the young fella tonight, man? He just came and brought the energy, energy that was very much needed, and uh, hopefully then, uh, hopefully he'll see it increase in his minutes, and hopefully uh, we'll see. But it's tough, guys. It's tough to get Nathan Knight in there. We see flashes. And it's easy to be like, oh, put Nathan Knight in there, but we're not in the practices. We don't know his his um, his grasp of the offense. We don't know all the particulars. So, um, you know, it looks like they're just they're taking their time with Nathan Knight. They're taking their time with him. He doesn't get any practice time. He didn't have summer league, so it, it's kind of a tough road to hoe. But uh, nevertheless, end of the day, Hawks got their get back. One hundred. 282 and um yeah yeah so um just uh, as we as we wind things down just uh, just some takeaways from tonight's game is one is it was good to see this team knuckle up 
right? It was good to see this team knuckle up, be defensive, be physical, especially against a team that just dominated you or a team that a team where you you let one get away in in Cleveland. So it was good to see them get their get back. And uh, you know you, you're gonna need to stack these W's before you go on that road trip, man. Road trip is going to be long. It's gonna be, uh, you know, it's gonna be a road trip, man. <laughs> but you're pros. You're playing well, and so if you're writing a script, this is is how you'd want to, this is the script to go. Uh, stacking some W's before you go on the road, and that is a good thing. That is a good thing. So. Um, I think we're about done here, guys. I think we covered the game. If there's anything that I missed or anything that you'd like to see on the podcast, like to hear any questions, don't feel, I mean, feel free to (laughs) feel free to hit us up on Twitter at Hawks beat. Uh, we're also on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube as well. I got some of the interviews up on our YouTube page. So swing by those, go ahead and give those a like and subscribe while you are at it and uh for the hawks week podcast i'm your man Ida, about to sign out man but before i do you know how we do <laughs> like we always say at our podcast at the end of the podcast god is good all the time and all the time god is good so if you don't know him you need to find him and show him love because that's all he is showing you l-o-v-e love we out peace Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.